hard-hitting questions coming out of yesterday. You know, I think one of them was uh, whether or not the horns down is going to be 15-yard penalty uh, in the SEC in the future. That it was very important to finish uh, and to collect the trophy and to win 10 games and win a game on New Year's Day and all those things. And uh, believe me, we had a great belief in our locker room. We didn't have to do anything special, just be us. I was so proud of this team. We had so much fun, it ought to be illegal. I said in my press conference back in December that I didn't feel like there was anything at South Carolina that we lacked to be a championship program, that we had everything that we needed. I am even more convinced of that now after being there for seven months. So there's a report in the Houston Chronicle that, that Texas and Oklahoma are inquiring about joining the SEC. <laughs> I bet they would. <laughs> War Eagle. Feels good to say that. Uh, All right. <clears throat> I didn't even remember that 12 years ago, but now that you say that, because I believe there was something about someone didn't have Tebow first team All-SEC. And as usual, I was accused of that. So <laughs> I brought my ballot to, to show everyone, to show Urban. Um, so. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State. Oh, welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, I'm cracking one open too, brother, because we got college football this week. I know it's not the SEC, but uh, I, I still got a toast to this college football we got. Absolutely. Hey, man, I could be at the best steakhouse. I'm still going to eat a couple cheese sticks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I consider this appetizing. <laughs> so, absolutely. I'm pumped up and ready for the weekend, Mike. Well, we don't have a ton on this show. We did want to, you know, we didn't want to uh, leave you guys without a show to finish strong for the week. But uh, before we get into what we got, Shane, we wanted to make note, uh, you know, something. This is on me, so it's my fault. But uh, we kind of forgot all about the call-in line since we've gone to video, just been so busy. But uh, don't forget, guys, we've got a new call-in line, and that number is 615-800-LOVE. Love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, 5683 is what it really is. So 615-800-5683. We don't really know how much time we'll really have for uh, a lot of Q&As and stuff like that, especially this week with the SEC kicking off. We got a number of great guests lined up, but maybe uh, send us over some of your predictions for you know how you think your team's going to do this year, how, especially you Georgia fans, maybe how you, how you think you're going to do against Clemson. Uh, Alabama fans, how are you going to do against Miami? And we'll play that on the uh, on our prediction show uh, a week yeah. from today. Just a week from today, Shane, we'll have already watched the Tennessee game, and Ooh. we'll be breaking down all these other SEC games. I cannot wait for it. <laughs> oh, no. may have an emergency broadcast there Thursday night. Hopefully, a positive one, Mike. I don't. I don't want to be bitten. You know. <laughs> Hopefully we're- <laughs> I can make a prediction right now for the fans. If Tennessee loses that game, Cousin Shane will not be on that emergency <laughs> pod. 
But if they win by 50, he'll be the one Hell ro- yeah. roping me into doing it. So <laughs> uh, if you want Cousin Shade, root for the Vols there on Thursday. But, uh, <laughs> man, I just can't wait for it. Uh, me either, man. Yeah, get on, get your projection, projections in and, and, and let us know. Who do you think? I mean, odds are one of the SEC teams are going to win the national championship again. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Is it your team? Is this the year that, that the uh, LSU Tigers get back on top? Is this the year that, that Arkansas surprises the nation? Is this the – I mean, there's just – so many things. I don't think it's going to be Alabama, Mike. I mean, I may be wrong, Uh-oh. but I, I'm thinking it's going to be another team in the SEC, and I want to hear the fans' predict projections and predictions of what they think. Yeah, bring us your hottest and boldest take. That's Hot what we're take. here for. <laughs> uh, and then, and hopefully the, your teams live up to it. But I'm I'm excited to see what you guys got. And again, that's six one five eight hundred fifty six eighty three, or as Shane likes to say, love. <laughs> Well, speaking of love, Shane, real quick, uh, wanted to make this note. I'm trying not to wear this out, but I'm trying to keep this show going, too. So, HelloFresh, head on over to HelloFresh.com slash SECMike14 for up to 14 free meals, courtesy of our partners, HelloFresh. And, of course, with the games kicking off here, FanDuel, FanDuel.com slash SECMike for a 20% initial deposit bonus to bet on these games. But, uh, mm-hmm. Hey, brother, we've got a really good show here, so you ready to go around the league? Let's do it. Now let's go now around the league. Um, what, what, what is 12 personnel? You know, I, I, I got to get up. Two tight ends and two wide receivers or one? I, I'm just kidding. I know what 12 personnel is. So about playing Alabama. I can't figure out whether or not the Big Ten and Back 12 are going to yo-yo around and play football with us or not. I mean, they're playing great. Love it. Love the game. Awesome game. It's unbelievable for our country. Uh, it's it's great for our universities. It's great for our towns when we play. It's great for our young men. Uh, you know, it, I think it's personally think it's the greatest game in the world. So if they elect to play, great. They don't, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's on them. I, I got enough crap to worry about with preparing for Alabama and figuring stuff out at Mizzou, so. The team is in great spirits. I know there was a lot of doom and gloom. I saw and heard a lot about how uh, the the hopes of our season hinged on the results of an MRI. And frankly, or frankly, that's bull crap. Uh, we've got a hell of a football team. And whether one guy's in or out, we got 117 other guys that are ready to step up no matter who's out. We got Kevin... All right, I'm not a big opening statement guy, and plus you guys are going to ask whatever you want to know anyway. So let's just go ahead and get started. Is there any questions? Young man from Destrehan, Louisiana. Hold on a second. Hey, guys! Hey! I'm having a press conference, okay? Thank you! Uh, Great young man. All right, real quick, we've got some terrific comments here from Sam Pittman, but I do want to start real quick in Baton Rouge, Shane, because remember what I said on this show, and it looks to be 100% true so far, this alliance of uh, idiots that uh, we got going on. (laughs) The very next day after, you know, they announced this thing, what did they, the the big, uh, excuse me, the Pac-12 come out and say? 
We're scheduling LSU in Las Vegas for the 2024 opener. That's where the Raiders now play. So, I mean, it just goes to show you that they all need the SEC. I mean, this just goes to show what the hell this this crock of crap, this uh, alliance really is. The USC Southern Cal, the game they're going to make more money than any other is going to be this LSU opener in, in 2024. And hell, I didn't even realize this. LSU scheduled to play UCLA in 2024 too. So, I mean, come on, this this yeah. is just a joke. You know what this reminds me of, Mike? Reminds me of those nerds back in grade school. They're sitting there, everybody's playing uh, kickball or something like that, and you look over, and there's a little pack of them sitting over there, and they're like, "Hey, man, let's let's be blood brothers, you know? Let's just <laughs> let's let's make an alliance." And then they go to like poke themselves and like, ah, no, I don't want to bleed though. You know, I just, <laughs> let's just, let's just pretend that we're blood brothers. You know? Right. <laughs> that, that's what this alliance is, Mike. It's fake. It's, it's just noise outside the SEC. They know this is the, this is the conference that makes the machine run. Okay. We are the motor and uh, that's nothing's going to change. I don't care how many packs, blood packs they make there at the, out there at the playground area. It doesn't matter. It's going to keep scheduling the SEC teams because that's what pays the bills. Yeah. And speaking of LSU, just wanted to play this quick clip from uh, the AD Scott Woodward was there on uh, ESPN Baton Rouge radio show off the bench. Let's kick it over to Scott Woodward around tailgating as they stand right now. Yeah, uh, great question. Tailgating is uh, is going to be uh, uh, wide open and we hopefully fun. You know, uh, this policy doesn't apply to tailgating, and I want to make that clear. Um, this is strictly for the entrance of the stadium, and and uh, but we want people to be safe out there. You know, mm-hmm. do the smart things that you do when when you're when you're going around your normal life. Uh, you know, practice a little social distancing because this is a, a, a very nasty uh, uh, virus with this variant being very, very virulent. And we just have to be very careful. But uh, these policies, again, do not uh, affect uh, tailgating. All right, Shade. So I just wanted to play that for the LSU fans because I know for those of you that have not been to Baton Rouge, I mean, every story you hear, it's true. I mean, this place is phenomenal. It's the yeah. best tailgating I have ever been to, and I've been to, uh, you know, places all across the country here. LSU is where it's at, and I, it's great to hear the tailgating is going to be just as normal, <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely, man. You kidding? We haven't had it in two years. I'm pumped up for all the fans out there. I'm excited. And, and you know, I know they're going to have their rules and all that stuff. But when it all comes down to it, it's all about it's all about fellowship with your friends right before you go into a football game. Hell yeah, brother. Well, all right, let's kick it all down next to Fayetteville. Whoopee. Where uh, Before we get to these great comments from Sam Pittman, I wanted to make note of this, Shane. I don't know if you saw it, but... Uh, you know, we've all seen the uh, Tennessee checker kneeling. Arkansas <laughs> is planning to stripe the stadium for the Week 2 game against Texas. It's already going to be nationally televised, I believe, on ESPN. Now the fans are being asked to stripe the stadium for them Longhorns. So, hey, I didn't think this game could get any bigger. But here, everybody in the SEC, we, we know all about Arkansas. We've seen the stadium. We've seen those great fans. But it really is not always the case uh, that you get to showcase your program nationally and yeah. Arkansas is going to have that opportunity very early on in the season playing the Longhorns that there's so much hype with this game and uh, I just wanted to call attention to that because I think 
like I said, I didn't think this game could get any better, but if they pull this off, I think it's just going to be uh, fantastic for Sam Pittman and his program. Dude, this is the biggest game that they've had in the last, what, seven years? So that this is going to be a huge stage. This is going to the, the entire country is going to be watching, not just because it's Arkansas, because it's Texas. Mm-hmm. This is a team that's going to be playing in the SEC soon, most likely next year. So this is just a sample. And what better than an ass whooping from the Arkansas <laughs> Razorbacks? You know what I'm saying? Forget yeah. striping the stadium. Stripe that ass when they get in there. That's what I say. So, <laughs> oh, I pumped up for this game, and I and I just hope that it is a absolute bloodbath. Well, I know someone that agrees with you, Shane, and that's Coach Pittman, who recently spoke with the uh, Little Rock Touchdown Club, and these are some of the best comments we've had from Sam Pittman since he got to Arkansas. Man, would it be great if every press conference was at one of these touchdown clubs? Who knows what we'd get from these guys? You know what? I love it, man. They're they got more beers in them than I do right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is I'm telling you, Sam's about to come out here a minute. I, pull up a seat. Pull over on the side of the road if you listen to this on your way to work because Sam had me in stitches, man. Yeah, and how great is it? Uh, you know, he's not trying to bend the rules here, but I guess you could say he's trying to level the playing field with all the uh, big money people there in the state of Arkansas. And yeah, that's kind of what I see coming with this uh, NIL. You know, think of it what you will, but this is an opportunity for a lot of these programs mm-hmm. to, to make their – you know, make their programs stack up with the best of the best. And uh, I just think this is interesting comments from a head coach. You know, we, we came in and there was really, we were, I wanted to be a sloganless <laughs> football team. You know, everybody said, hey, what's your slogan? I went, well, I got one. I mean, win a game. I don't know what it is. Score more points than the other guy. That's, that's my slogan. And uh, so we beat Mississippi State, and we had to turn that damn jukebox on. It had nothing to do with me. So I'm so embarrassed because I said we're going to be a blue-collar, hard-working, tough, after deal, no slogan. And then everybody got to turn the damn T-shirt on. Or, yes, sir, you know. And I'm, anyway, I do know this, that whatever I say, y'all listen, because Sam's Club's tearing it up with the SR t-shirts in there. You know, whenever I, I got offered an O-line job at Alabama, and when I was here the first time, and uh, I was talking to his agent who had called me about it, and I so well, I don't think I can do that. Hell, I'm in Arkansas. Well, I don't want to go there, you know. And, and uh, he said, I said, plus he's never, you know, he never told me how much money it is. And he said, well, coach said Arkansas got money, plenty of money too. And they, you know what? We sure do, you know. And so in the NIL situation, who else are you going to give it to? The pro team? No, they're, they're not one. You know what I mean? So our NIL for us can be very, very positive for us. Now, if it was up to me, like our old linemen, they got a barbecue deal, you know. <laughs> so there's two, two things I want to comment. Thank you. I don't know why I thanked you, but. So the barbecue, yes. So our old line gets a barbecue deal. There's two problems with it. 
Number one, I didn't get involved in that either, Judy. And number, number two, number two, did I forget number two? Number two, if it was up to me, everybody on the team would get the barbecue deal. So I walked in because I'm nervous because the guys, they're thinking I'm Mr. NIL and I'm not. I'm Mr. Out of It. I don't want nothing to do with it. I mean, can you imagine? Hey, I'll give you a Mercedes. You enjoying your Pinto? I mean, you, you know what I mean. I'm not, I'm not getting involved in that. So, any help? I don't know if I can even say any help, so I'm not going to say it. So I don't know. If I don't want to get in trouble. But we do have NIL at the University of Arkansas. And it only functions if people, you know. You know. That's the way it works. I, you know, you give me something and then I tweet something. So. What's, what, but obviously you're known as a great recruiter. What's got a kid you're trying to bring to the U of A? What kind of player, mentally, physically, what are you looking for? Well, I like big people. <laughs> and I used to be slim, you know, but I wanted to like myself more, so I gained weight. But, um, All right, Chance. So, I mean, how great – I mean, from NIL to loving the big people, I mean, the jukebox comments, I mean, this, these are fantastic. You know what? Golly, I think I would have paid money to watch this thing, Mike. <laughs> are you going to put – is this thing on our YouTube channel? Did you Absolutely. Put this one? Okay. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna, as soon as we get done here, I got to watch this. I got to watch the video because I'm, I'm visualizing – uh, what's his name? The comedian, uh, that tater salad. What's his name? Uh, Ron White. That's that's what I'm thinking of. You know, he's telling this story, but I want to get over there and see how how much fun Sam really was having. <laughs>
couple of rotation guys are, are kind of set going into the season. What have you seen from that group and any guys in particular caught your attention? Uh, I think they're better. I think they're definitely better. I think they're playing together better. I think that, um, you know, I think collectively they have a higher sense of urgency. You know, they're still a very young offensive line, but I think they're drawing, some are drawing on the experience they got last year. And then we've got uh, some pretty good uh, reinforcements. And then, um, you know, we're not great there, but they were a work in progress, but we're getting better. And um, uh, so I do think they've made steady progress. Uh, yeah, I think we have probably seven we could play with right now. Whether it be Texas Tech, Washington State, wherever you were, your offense has made a big jump from year one to year two. Do you think that was mostly a result of just repetition? Do you see a bit of that from your team this offseason? I think it's repetition. I think it's timing. I think people get used to being where they're supposed to be, you know, um, with more consistency than I think the quarterback identifies it. And then it all kind of works together. If you run five routes, I think if you do it with uh, precision, everybody's in the right place. It makes it sharper, makes it harder to cover, makes it more sudden as far as getting the ball to somebody. And then, of course, you got to protect up front, and that's the most important position on the field is the O-line. So, um, yes, I do think it, it definitely helps. All right, Shane. So <laughs> if, if nothing else, man, I, th I think Mississippi State fans got to get fired up for this because – you know, it's that year two bump, man, and, and it's not yeah. just the overall system. It's the quarterback, like I said, going into his second year ever at college football. And if that Mississippi State offense starts humming, they're going to be a very dangerous team this fall. Absolutely, man. Don't get me wrong. I love the Pirate. I love his message, and I love everything he's done and keeps doing, even outside of football itself. It's just he seems like he's really embraced Starkville, and, and they've embraced him down there. But – Going into year two, Mike, I, I don't like the uncertainty at my quarterback. I, I understand what the Pirates doing here, but he's like, hey, yeah, Will Rogers is definitely our guy, but he may not be by the end of the game. <laughs> it's like, I want to, because if you're going to have a year two bump, I want my coach saying, hell yeah, this is my guy, mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to ride and die with him. No, you make a good point there, and uh... – you know, that's something that our, our next coach, he's already doing. So let's jump it down to Tuscaloosa real quick. Roll Tide! Where uh, Nick Saban was asked about Bryce Young during his uh, most recent press conference. And interestingly, uh, you know, he had nothing but uh, praise for a, for a guy that's never started a game there in Alabama. But Coach Saban is more worried about the pieces around him stepping up. Mm -hmm. And he even got a punter question, which was pretty funny. Nick, what so far, what – what do you like the most about Bryce? What what impresses you just the most so far? Um, you know, Bryce has a really good knowledge of the offense. He's a very bright guy. Uh, he makes good choices and decisions. Uh, he has a really good feel in the pocket. Um, you know, and he's played really, really well. Um, and, you know, we want to continue to try to develop the kind of timing in the passing game that we need with the new receivers, with the people in the passing game to do the little things right so that we can be a little more accurate, a little bit more consistent. Uh, but I think that's a combination, not just of the thrower, but also of the route runner, because you're expecting him to do one thing and he does something else. So uh, those are all things that we're working on really hard, but I've been really pl pl pleased with Bryce. I've been pleased with his attitude. I've been pleased with his performance. And uh, we just got to get the people around them to play a little better on a more consistent basis. Earlier this month, you talked about James Burnup. He's a guy with a lot of different uh, kind of kicks in his arsenal. 
how comfortable are you kind of letting him do those? Are you just going to stick more to the traditional punts? Well, we basically have him, you know, going over with the rugby team every day so he can play rugby and feel more comfortable, you know, doing that. Um, since we're so worried about him playing football. Um, and um, so, you know, we're, 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 he's doing really well with the rugby part of it. So we'll see how that goes. But um, he's made a lot of improvement and a lot of progress in terms of feeling comfortable. And um, he, he, he does have a variety of ways that he can punt the ball, and he's pretty effective at it. Charlie, do you still have one? I think, Coach, I think, Charlie, if you've got one, go ahead. If not, we're going to finish up. I have to stop laughing. Yeah, I got to go to rugby practice right yeah. after this. It's not about rugby. All right, Shane, I got to be honest with you. I can't remember a time Coach Saban was cutting jokes here right before the season <laughs> opener. So, uh, if nothing else, it's just – and the fact that he's pumping up Bryce Young makes me feel that uh, he's pretty confident in uh, his team heading into the opener here against Miami. Let me ask you, Mike, because we're not going to see too many punters – or too many punts from this team. Uh, when he is out there, is is he like full Aussie? Is he is he one of those runs and then kicks? Or has he just got a giant lamb, you know, giant leg? Well, you remember the Miami guy with all the tattoos? Yeah, yeah. I think he's like that guy minus all the prison <laughs> tattoos. You know what I mean? So, okay. Uh, most most of these Australians, man, they're they're tough, tough punters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they'll mix it up. They'll they'll do the running. They'll do the kicking. And who knows? We may even see Alabama the the one or two times they do punt per season. They might even throw a trick in there now that they got an Aussie. You know what? <laughs> okay. All right. Now I was just curious. Um, yeah, that's probably the last time we're going to talk about punting with Alabama, <laughs> but. <laughs> The old Aussie jokes, I like that. Um, I, I, I do want to back up just a step here, man. Um, you know, what do you think? What do you think about this? Because I'm hearing different things coming out of, of camp. Some I'm hearing that the praises, mm -hmm. all the all the all Americans they're going to have, and, and then on the other side of the coin, I'm hearing yeah, a lot of people just dragging. They're not putting 110 percent in. That's mm -hmm. is. You know, even your coaches have come out a few times and talked about some of his star players, about them not giving everything and nothing's earned. It's just – or, you know, it's got to be earned and not given. So, I'm just curious, your opinion, what are you hearing as an insider? Well, I think more than anything, you know, you might be onto something there. That That's why these kind of Saban comments caught me off guard here because uh, it, it certainly sounds like, you know, it was just about a week ago he was talking about how, you know, we got a – get rid of the rat poison and mm -hmm. you know some of our younger guys are, are not really handling it like we thought they would and then our more experienced players are getting all these accolades and they're they're concerned about living up to it and that's when he was mm -hmm. talking about the rat poison so I don't know I, I would just imagine that they have really responded to that challenge and maybe that's a little bit easier to do with uh, you know instead of playing Alcorn State in the opener you're playing Miami on the road uh, wow. So you got to get locked in for a game like this. And Nick Saban's teams historically always beat the hell out of whoever they open the season with. Now, of course, they're always, you know, one of the best teams in the country. So maybe that's part of it as well. But uh, I just think, you know, for all the credit he gets for being a great recruiter and a, uh, a master at just organization, he wow. also seems to be a master at uh, pushing the right buttons at the right time. Uh, depending mm -hmm. depending on the pulse of his team and 
like I said, I don't think uh, if he was too concerned about it, I don't think a week after making those rat poison comments, he'd be sitting here joking about his punter. Yeah. No, I got you, man. I was just curious. All right, Shane. So, hey, that's pretty much all we got on this show. But uh, I do want to close on this note because, hey, we've got some games here. Week zero, <laughs> they're not the greatest of games. But, uh, you know, I just want to recap what we do got to look forward to this weekend. We got Nebraska at Illinois. Hmm. And don't forget Brett Bielema now. He's the head coach at Illinois. What, what time is this one? This is at uh, noon Eastern time, on, and it's nationally televised at Fox. So this is noon, East, noon Eastern. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, right. sir. I didn't know if you were throwing that national time at me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a good nooner right here. Okay, watch him. Uh, who, who you got? I don't, I don't have a favorite here, but uh, I think uh, Nebraska takes a step forward. So I'm going to go Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, uh, they may run uh, Scott Frost out of the damn state if they don't <laughs> win this one. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, I'm going Nebraska here. And then we got uh, – <laughs> I can't believe I'm even mentioning this, but this, this is one of the marquee ones here. UConn at Fresno State. Ooh, a lock of the week. Lock o- of the week. <laughs> one o'clock Eastern on CBS Sports Network. I think I'd lean towards Fresno on this one. How about you? Yeah, uh, I'm going to say Fresno just because when I think of Fresno State, I think of that coach they had a few years back with the handlebar mustache. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the only the only time i remember fresno state so uh and i hate yukon so let's go fresno state here all right here's the uh if i can even do this big game of the week in my opinion hawaii at ucla at uh, 2 30 eastern time on espn and the only reason for me it's game of the week shane of course uh, lsu plays ucla next week so i really want to see what the bruins got here with uh chip kelly doesn't doesn't seem to really you know, have that momentum he did uh, when he was at Oregon in the NFL. So uh, it's time to see if, if this is his best team at UCLA or not. Yeah, I want UCLA to win here. Uh, and, and just because I don't want an Owen. I mean, that just, I think it takes a little bit from the LSU win that's coming around the, the corner here. So mm-hmm. give me UCLA in this game. All right. And then we got UTEP. Ooh, you, you can't sleep on them tips <laughs> at New Mexico State where I think Terry Wilson, maybe he's either the quarterback there or at New Mexico. I don't know the difference between those two, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then we got – we got UTEP, uh, Wait, wait, wait. So uh, this is UTEP Miners versus the Lobos, right? Is that, is that what they are, the Miners? I, I couldn't even tell you. A little, a little orange. Uh, I, you know, just, just in case, I'm going to go Lobos. Okay, yeah. you're going Give Lobos? Yeah, I don't even I don't even know if that's televised, but <laughs> we'll, we'll find out about that one we'll one day. <laughs> and then last, this is hilarious. Southern Utah at San Jose State. Southern Utah that sounds like a made up program. That sounds like something you did on NCAA. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I think I had a dynasty with San Jose State back in the day. <laughs> that's right. So give me San Jose. <laughs> Maybe they could get the SEC bid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, uh, that's all I got, man. I'm ready to fi- fire up these games and, and down some beers. And I hope yeah. everybody uh, has a great opening weekend, if you can call it that. It's it's like it's more like you said, an appetizer more than anything else. But right. uh, enjoy every second of it. You know what? Yeah, man. We're not, there's not another weekend without college football. 
Mm -hmm. Hey, just think about that. Thursday, we're going to have Tennessee play, and so we'll have SEC play here sooner than later. And then after that, man, it's every freaking weekend. I thought this would never get here. It's finally here. I've been watching hot videos, Mike. (laughs) I'm going to get them out on our our YouTube channel. I'm going to get them out on our, our Twitter channel. But, man, it's hot. Time, baby, it's it's ready to get them hot videos out. Those game interests. Uh, somebody sent me one. Uh, Freshwater sent me uh, uh, the South Carolina sandstorm, and I'm watching. Mm. Man, I got goosebumps. So it's time, man. Loud, loud ass stadiums. Fans pumped up. Fans out there getting drunk before the game. Mm. I love it. It's here, baby. Absolutely. Well, Shane, that's all we got on this episode. Hope everybody has a good weekend. And next weekend when we show you, when we show up, it'll be game week, baby. So (laughs) look forward to that. Appreciate each and everybody hanging out. I appreciate you, Shane, for hanging on. Catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go Vols. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> my my card the the card is full. Oh my god. So I got to de- I got to de- uh, I I either have a backup. I'll look for the backup real quick. Uh-huh. Or I'll delete something it'll, it'll just take a second here. Okay. Hold hold on. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> There's a light behind me too. <laughs> kind of outfit we running here. <laughs>